before we start this episode, we're going to bring you over to a commercial. That way, you can listen to the rest of the episode with no commercial interruptions. Thanks for listening. Hey there, this is Matt. And Sam. And this is Peace Love Grapefruit. The podcast that has nothing to do with grapefruit. Hi, Matt. Hi, Sam. Hi, grapefruits. Uh, hi, grapefruits. What's going on? Matt Matt says in a Patrick Star voice. What? What if I did the whole podcast like this? <laughs> I don't even know. No, It'd be pretty great. Too much. Too much. Too much. Oh my god, phone, shut up. Siri, I told you, stop talking to me during the podcast. Oh my gosh. You're so popular. Siri is the rudest person I know. She just interjects whenever she feels like it. That bitch, she's like, she doesn't care. Yep. She like autocorrects to words that I was not trying to type, even when I type yeah. correct words. Mm-hmm. The biggest one for me is every time I try to type in well, W-E-L-L, she always puts the contraction for yeah. we will. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Learn a book, Siri. Get with I know. it. I know. Speaking of book, she usually autocorrects the word nook into book. And I'm oh. like, they're both words. That's, yeah. that's the thing that drives me nuts is exactly what you just said, the, mm-hmm. that you're typing real words. So it's mm-hmm. not like you're just typing something that's not. Right. Or, I don't right. know. She's uh-huh. that crazy. Grapefruits, Sam and I are so done with her that now even when we misspell things because we type very quickly to each other, yeah. we just leave it. I don't and care. And it's just a fun, it's just a fun adventure for the other person to figure out what the word yeah. is meant to be. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, and we usually put in parentheses leaving it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Lucy is on the floor, Grapefruits. She is uh, quite pissed because it is thundering and lightning up up here in New Jersey. In your attic. Up in my attic. There's a big rain cloud over my head. <laughs> um, so if you hear weird, like, rolling around noises or chewing noises, I am not gnawing on my arm or anything. Um, it's just Lucy being living her best chihuahua life. That's, that's what she's doing. It's just Lucinda. Yep. That's all she's all she can do is uh, is live her, is live her best Lucinda life. Exactly. Um, so grapefruits, Matt is in a new place. I am. He is. It's very 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 cool. I have gotten a virtual tour. I've gotten multiple videos of decorating updates, and mm-hmm. he seems like he's thriving in there. He likes Thank it, you. right? I do. I love it. Um, it is currently really warm in here because I have not gotten the AC unit yet. I have fans on, mm-hmm. but um, I am kind of essentially sitting in the dark because I'm trying to limit how much heat I'm producing within my apartment right now. But I do love it. I am in a town called Dover, New Hampshire. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm loving it. I, it's it's got a hopping downtown it's got more of a city feel than the last place i was living so the yonkers boy in me is excited about that um yeah i'm loving it my couch comes this this week so i'm finally gonna have a couch i don't have to sit on a wicker chair anymore 
Um, so I think my once I get my couch in and then I have some furniture pieces to build for my bedroom that I got from Amazon, um, everything will kind of be complete and I can fully start living just in time for the weekend, just in time for In the Heights to release, for me to finally watch Cruella. Loki comes out tomorrow. So I'm just, there's so many good things to celebrate this week. I'm very excited. Yep. 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 I can't wait for you to get your couch. Um, since you said that you would watch Cruella when you had your couch, because yes. then you. I know you've been waiting patiently. I have been. Um, you also still not need to watch Mulan, but, but I will say. We'll get there. Yeah. Yeah. That's way further down on the list, honestly, yeah. at this point. Um, and I'm also excited that you're in like a more town. I mean, I think that your, your beach, beachfront bargain hunt was an amazing, amazing find. And I loved that you were next to the ocean and all the wildlife and the walks and stuff, but it is also nice, you know, to be in a more like town kind of vibe because urban setting, you could see, see more, more youth. And there's a different... Yes, and there's a different kind of wildlife. Mm. Um, I've met a lot of interesting people so far just right outside my door. It's like my own Mr. Rogers neighborhood. You never know what, who's going to be out there. Yeah, there was that... a man this morning when I left for the gym, and he was just standing on the corner looking at his feet. And I was like, you do you, sir. It's 4.30 in the morning, but you live your best life. You want to look at your feet? They're your feet. They're your feet. That's your right. That's just... <laughs> That is your right as a human being. You can, they're, they're your feet. There they are. There they are. Hey, you know, maybe he was like on one of those TLC shows where he couldn't see his, his feet. And now he's finally maybe. lost all the weight and now he can see them. And now any chance he gets, he's like, hey, feet. Good morning, hey, feet. feet. <laughs> hey, feet. I don't know. I hate- hey, feet, what's a foot? Uh. Yeah, hey. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I hate feet. I hate them. I hate them so much. <laughs> I don't like feet. I don't like looking at other people's feet. I don't like even looking at my own feet. But my feet aren't bad. Like they're fine. I they're little. They're tiny feet. But I'm Sam. My feet are perfect. No, they're not perfect. I have a bunion on one foot. That's like oh. hereditary and horrible. Um, but anyway, whatever. I digress. Um, but they're like, I keep them clean and like, they're always, I always have like toenail polish on them and stuff. Like they're not, and even if you don't polish your toes, uh, with nail polish, that's fine, but just keep your toes clean. Like they don't need to be gross. Like don't, don't let those things get gnarly. Like speaking, no, sorry. That's it. Just going to say, speaking of nail polish. Um, so you remember I went for a pedicure with my mother uh, for Mother's Day. Um, yeah. The polish is still on there. I had I had to clip my nails again because I really I mean like I I think I'm a little excessive in terms of like how far I let any of my nails grow before I cut them because I do not like long nails at all. The minute like they are long enough to like even feasibly get a piece of dirt under them yeah. or anything, I'm like no, they're gone. No. So I did have to trim my toenails since then but the nail polish is still on there like they're still shiny i will say that when you get your toes done or a pedicure at a salon like a nail salon they always for me they always last like a really really long time Mm -hmm. and i can even if i get like a 
I've even, I, sometimes you can buy like the exact color that you got and sometimes yeah. I'll, I'll buy like the exact color and then you can just clip and then paint yeah. again and then put I mean, this is clear, so. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, no, I agree with you. If, if they are long at all, and my definition of long is not long, like it's just no. like breaking the plane of the skin. <laughs> like mm -hmm. if it's yep. at all anywhere, I'm like, I, it's got to go. I don't even like my fingernails too long. Um, I think the longest they've ever been was I got, um, I let, let them grow out ever so slightly for my wedding. Mm -hmm. And just like very, not even long at all. And they put like the hard, it wasn't, they weren't tips and they weren't acrylics, but they were uh, gel, Candy a gel, man mm -hmm. a gel manicure. And they were hard. Like they put like this hard stuff and then you put it in like the UV and it hardens. And it lasts for two weeks. But by the time the two weeks was up, you can't peel them off. You have to, like, specially remove mm -hmm. them. Acetone and putting them in tinfoil and stuff. And basically, you, like, let them melt off of your nail. But they grew so long for me that I was mm -hmm. like, how do people have nails that are so long? Because you get stuff get under there. And if you're eating or you're doing anything, there's crap under there and like you can't then you have to spend like an hour picking it out all out and, no. and it's just not okay it's no. not okay and we won't even get into like you know how do people with really long nails like wipe themselves either like, no mm. no nope. or, or even shower like yeah. like no. i'm a very clean person so i just don't understand things like that but yeah. that's just me that's just me i'm different i'm different different just you me. you want to be gross be gross whatever <laughs> <laughs> not my problem it doesn't affect you me. want to be gross you want to be gross you want to look at your feet you want to look at your feet just don't talk to me yeah so. but like i will call like nick out if he, if his toenails are even slightly long i'm like go cut those things right now yep. mm -hmm. otherwise wear socks for the rest of your life glue them on your feet because i don't, I don't want to look at them yeah nope. i i don't blame you yep um so, grapefruits, today is a very momentous day in made-up holiday land. Um, it is Best Friend Appreciation Day. It is. And I just want everyone to know that, Matt, I appreciate you. You oh, are my goodness. one of my very best friends, and I love you, and I'm happy you're oh. in my life, and I'm happy we're doing oh. this podcast, and... I wouldn't want to celebrate a made-up holiday <laughs> else but you. <laughs> well, you know, right back at you, all the same things, all the same sentiments. I'm yeah. so excited that we started doing this um, together uh, because I look forward to it um, every week. And I know we've had some like weird schedule things come up recently, so I was very excited this week, um, I think like I texted Sam, I was like, I'm so excited to podcast. I'm ready for it. So, um, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being a friend. Okay. Traveling down the road and more words and lyrics. I don't know the yeah. songs. And back again. Got it. Yep. Listen, friend yeah. and a confidant. Your heart is pure. You're a friend and a confidant. Yeah. And if you threw a party. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, 
we had to sing that for um Emville Sound. We did you for our senior song. Yeah. All of us seniors. It was silly. Speaking of Emville, our reunion is happening as we speak, I believe. No. Oh yeah, I think like some some events are starting mm-hmm. this week and then they're going the rest of the month. Yep. Lame. I don't know. I don't want to do it virtually. I'm on the computer all day. No, I'm not so. into it at all. I also didn't really talk to that many people in our in our class except our like our direct theater court, like class. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So it's silly. I'm taking my sweatshirt off. I realized that it's that's warm. A choice. Yeah. And I also realize that. Um, even with the air conditioning on, that doesn't mean that I need to dress like it's winter inside. No. No? I no. Seem to it's have weird. To... Our bodies, like, regulate their own temperature. They it's do. so weird how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> they do and they don't sometimes. My body just does its own thing sometimes. I feel like I'm perpetually cold. But Got it. What are you going to yeah. do? That's never the case for me. Um, I know. But yeah, no, the the virtual reunion is totally lame. I don't think that it should be happening. I think they should adjust. But they postponed it last year, so I get why they're trying to do something. Because they can't have, like, a five-class reunion right. for years from now or something. Yeah, yeah really. I agree. But, um, I don't know. I just think it's lame. And also, I don't understand how it's going to work. Because if it's a big, giant Zoom happy hour... For the class of 2010, what are it's like each box gonna just like people are gonna just pop up and be like, yeah. hey. it's crazy. No one's gonna. What no. are you gonna do? Type in the chat, yeah. right. frantically, and then right. no one's gonna know who's saying anything because it's gonna go like, boop, 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 like right. crazy. No. Maybe what I'll do is I'll log in, but I'll change my name in Zoom to not say my name, and then don't show my camera just so I can snoop on people. I like this idea. Yeah. This thing. Lucinda. She's itching so much. She's so itchy from from being outside. She absolutely hates it. And she has a grass allergy. So anytime the grass Mm -hmm. is cut or anytime it gets a little too long and it goes on her face or it gets in her paws, she itches. And she just itches the crap out of her stomach and, like, sits Mm. there and paws at her feet. She's on prescription medication for it. Um... But she's due for an oatmeal bath tonight. She gets one, like, every once in a while. And mm-hmm. now that she's tearing her stomach apart, um, she's going to get get one tonight for sure. So. Oh. Yeah, she's crazy. Anyway, um, but I can't, like, just sit here and watch her, like. No, I know. I don't blame you. Herself, so I she's, don't blame you. Now she's in ca- captivity. On my side. Yes. So, um, so I have a question to pose to you and the grapefruits. Yes. Because, and we already kind of talked about this, um, because last weekend I was out and about doing some Target runs to furnish my apartment and get some things. There's a Target that's like less than 10 minutes for me, and it's very dangerous, especially when I don't have an AC, because there's even more reason to just go walk around Target for an hour. Um, anyway, so now, you know, at least in New Hampshire, especially in the town I'm living in, it is 
suggested but not required if you are fully vaccinated to wear your masks indoors. Yeah. And I already posed to you, I was like, this is the question, to mask or not to mask. Now, I don't know if I've fully gotten used to it yet. I told Sam Grapefruits this story that when I was in, I had gone to Target one day and I saw that people weren't, but some people were. And I was like, I'm just going to wear it. And then the next time I had gone, which was like the next day or whatever, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try it. I'm going to just rip off the Band-Aid. I'm going to yeah. just try not wearing a mask. And then I like chickened out because I got closer to the register and the girl working at the register had one. And I was like, well, I'm about to talk to her and I'm going to be closer. Like at least in the store, I could keep my distance from people. And I was like, now I feel bad. So I put it back on and I was like, if anyone saw me put this mask on and then have it off, I was like, they're going to be like, who is this guy? Is he vaccinated? Is he not vaccinated? I know it's all in my head. It does not matter. But like, I feel like there are some situations where I just don't feel comfortable. Like I'm at the gym in the morning and I just don't fully, when I'm working out at the machine or if I'm not near people, I have it off. But like if I'm walking around, yeah. I have it on still. At my office now, like I don't have it on because, you know, if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear it. So I feel comfortable there because I know my coworkers. Right. But like, I don't know. I don't know Joe Schmo in Market Basket. I don't know what's going on. I guess it really doesn't. At the end of the day, like you're never gonna fully know, and I should. I have to just trust the fact that I am healthy and I'm vaccinated. But I just, it's like that weird. I'm in that weird limbo period. It's like when do I wear it? When do I not wear it? I went to Lowe's and I didn't wear it, but I felt like more comfortable because Lowe's is massive, yeah. and I could be a, away from people. I don't know. And then I feel bad when I see like older people wearing their masks still, like senior citizens, and I'm like, oh, I should wear it for them. I don't know. I don't know what to do. I know. It's complicated. I haven't been anywhere um, that that I've not been required. Because I've, I've gone right. to, like, a doctor's office, for example, for, like, right. a checkup and, like, things like that. I'm fine. Grapefruits. Just run-of-the-mill. Allergy. Right. Um, my just dentist, which standard, I live Right. You know, right. You live standard. Standard me life. Um, Standard maintenance. Yeah. So in those places, you still are required to wear your mask. Um, But like Nick has been to King's or like different grocery stores or the like little mini mart near our house. And in those places, he just kind of walks in and kind of like uses his judgment. And I think that um, he also went to the Knicks playoffs game. And he was not, um, he was in a fully vaccinated section, so they didn't have to wear their masks. But when you got up and you were walking around, you had to wear it. Um, And I think I was able to ease into the whole thing before, before the mask mandate was lifted because I went to Disney World. And so like everything had to be mask on, you couldn't take it off ever. But I think I was even scared like taking it off when I was out eating because I was like, oh, you know. It doesn't make sense to me, you know? Like, what's the difference of walking around if no one's around you than if you're sitting at your table? If you have COVID, aren't you still spreading it into the air if it's not a well-ventilated spot? Um, But now that I am vaccinated, I guess we have to just trust the fact that the vaccine is working and that we're not going to get anybody else sick. Um, And hopefully, if we did get it, it would be a less severe case of it. Right. But I don't feel comfortable being around unvaccinated people if they're going right. to, like, 
I feel comfortable being around an unvaccinated person if they're being careful. If yeah. I know they're not vaccinated because they have a health reason or, or right. a, a very strong conviction, I might not necessarily agree with that conviction. Right. Um, but I respect people's decision to make their own choices. But if I see people on social media, like, gallivanting around, and then they're also posting, like, that they're anti-mask, anti-vax, anti-this, anti-that, right. and they're just, like, being reckless, then yeah. I'm probably, like, less likely to want to be around them with no mask yeah. on. I agree. Personally. Yeah, I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of, like, after this past weekend, that's kind of where I'm at. I think I'm just going to have to, like, like you said, as Nick does, like, just make a judgment call as I feel more and more comfortable. Yeah. So I think and even, like, being back at work without it has been nice. And yeah. just, like, getting used to being in a public space with other people, talking to people, and not being masked. 100%. So. The, other, the other caveat I would add to a rule that I've made for myself even is I feel like if it's a super crowded place, I'm wearing my mask and I don't care. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. If I'm on, if I'm in a public transit, I'm wearing my mask. Yeah. If I'm on an airplane, I'm wearing my mask. If I'm, if I'm in like an Uber or somewhere, yeah. like I am wearing a mask, like I'm not yeah. going to not wear them. And I, I also feel like, Hey, listen, I didn't get the flu last year. I didn't get like, Maybe the masks, if they're like, maybe people are like, oh, whatever about COVID, but they're still helping us in some way. Like, and I think even more so than anything else, the social distance thing and people's personal space and like that idea of Mm -hmm. having a bubble um, is a really good thing. I know like the kids that I work with um, for summer camp, for example, like we're trying to, my boss and I are trying to figure out um, with our other team of staff, like how to navigate the whole COVID thing and it's hard because half of the kids are old enough to get vaccines and half of them are not and then also it's the parent's choice did you hear that I'm sorry it's my phone reminding me to take my allergy pill oh very nice of her I should turn that off so she doesn't do it again fine um do you know how many times my mom has called me during this podcast um But what was I going to say? But, like, so it's hard to gauge with kids. So, like, you have to make the rule across the board. Like, if they aren't vaccinated, they have to wear their masks when they're inside. And everyone has to be, you know, social distanced in general because kids can still speak to kids. And even if it's not that severe, I I know personally I have some kids that are living with elderly um, grandparents who still can't get vaccinated because they have certain conditions where they, you know, they're not able to yet, right. or they just don't believe in it or whatever, and yeah. that's their right, I guess, you know, whatever. So, I don't know. I just feel like if it's crowded and I feel uncomfortable, I'm not going to apologize for wearing my mask. And yeah. if it's not crowded and I'm out, I think outside, especially in the summer months, I'll feel very comfortable not wearing my mask. Oh, um, yeah, absolutely. So I think that that's fine. And even when I go to work, like I have um, rehearsals this week and um, and then for, for camp, if I'm inside the building, my boss was like, you don't have to have your mask on if you are vaccinated. And I probably, if I'm sitting far away from like a lot of the kids, I probably won't. I'll probably take it off and not care. Yep. Um, but but yeah. yeah, I don't know. If things start getting bad again in the fall... I might lock it, lock it down again, you know? Right, right. I think it's yeah. a 
I think it's a very situational thing for me. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Like, if you trust the people you're with and you know that they're safe, regardless if they're vaccinated or not, like, I feel mm-hmm. like I know what my friends have been up to. And I know if I could trust them or not, regardless of if they're vaccinated or not. Most of them are. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think it's a, it's it's a matter of people in our world right now being respectful. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing, too, is, like, if you see somebody with one or without one, try not to judge them. Try and respect them. Right. And hopefully they're making an educated decision to be in a store because they're not sick and they're okay. Right. And They're not just being a douchebag. What I will say that I find entirely bonkers is people who are buying fake vaccination cards so that they can do that without being vaccinated. And it's like, if you don't believe in being vaccinated, fine. But then don't, don't be, don't be trying to like, I don't know. That, that to me is like so shady. Right. I'm going to make a fake vaccine card because I'm going to, you know go to all these events and stuff but not be right. not be safe and right like, well defeats the purpose yeah yeah i agree and it's like then you shouldn't be at those events like if that's a require like if that's the requirement and you don't want to get it that's your choice but then you you're not allowed at those events like i think like that's the hard line in the sand yeah but then like if that's your choice then if the other requirement is to then get tested and show rapid tests yeah. that you have right. it then and do then that then do that and respect the fact that you decided not to get vaccinated right. like that's right. fine and fine if that's your choice like i'm not knocking that choice for anybody right. i that's not my personal choice it's not what i believe in um but i i have no problem with other people doing what they need to do for themselves whatever right. but then don't complain when it's a fully vaccinated event or something like that, or or you're having a hangout with your friends and all of them are vaccinated and you're like, mm-hmm. hey, you, you can't come because you mm-hmm. decided not to be. And then if you're also not willing to get tested right. just to show that you've been safe, then, right. you're just, then you're just a jerk. And then you're just like dragging your feet right. for no reason. Yeah, Sorry. I agree. Yeah. Well, I mean, regardless of what it like if i choose to wear it indoors or not in a store or not yeah i mean i'll always have one in my back pocket like i don't see that changing no for a very very long time i agree for myself for myself just because you never know i agree well even nick like the other day because he's very much like i was vaccinated he's like i was vaccinated Mm -hmm. i'm protected I'm not going to wear my mask. The the in New Jersey, the entire state, like you do not have to wear your mask if you don't want to. If you're vaccinated, yeah. Yeah. And it's all completely lifted. So if you yeah. want to go anywhere, you don't have to unless a business requires a, right. a business is allowed to still require it, and then they can do whatever they want um, right. to enforce it. But he's like, if I feel safe and there's no one around me, he's like, I'm not going to stick my mask on. But he looked in the window when he was picking up. Um, Mexican food the other day and he saw mm-hmm. that all of the workers still had like the plexiglass around the register and he still saw mm-hmm. that they had like the dots where they were spacing people six feet apart and yep. it still said um, three people only allowed in the store and things like that and and he saw that they all had their masks on mm-hmm. so he, again same thing as you he had one in his pocket and he just slapped it on his face he didn't say anything yep. and he walked in and he got his food like yep. you know you have to be, that's the whole thing. You have to be respectful. 
People right. keep oh, like busting down doors of buildings and being like, ha, what the heck? I'm going to not wear my mask. And if you see a business and they're requiring masks, just freaking wear your mask. Is it killing you? Right. No, no, it's not. Just, it really you, isn't. Not for the amount of time that you have to be in that in that business is not going to kill you. And the other thing, too, is, is like people have varying levels of of how this traumatized them, you know, like how it affected them. You don't know if people had health issues. You don't know if people lost somebody to COVID. You don't know if if people were perfectly fine the whole time and were like, these mask things are stupid. Like, everyone has different comfort levels. Right. I just feel like, and I say this all the time, I and not to get on a soapbox, but I guess I'm on one already. Why can't people just be flipping nice to each other and respectful? That's it. Yep. And if, if you don't agree with somebody's convictions, then don't agree with them. But then, like, yeah. just... Just make a podcast and talk shit about them. Whatever. It's right. fine. <laughs> right. Start a podcast with your best friend and then just talk about them. Do it. Do it. You won't. You won't. We did. Lucy, stop eating your feet. I mean, it's her feet. See, this is the thing. Your if that guy was able to look at his feet, I mean, she can chew her feet. Yeah. If I could do that, I maybe I would chew my feet too. Probably look, not. Look at this. Look at what she's doing to her freaking stomach. Look. Oh, Lucinda. Oh no. <sighs> she's like, please put me down. No. I am not a show dog. She's a show and tell dog. <laughs> no Any- man. Anywho, well, we- sorry to bring us on that tangent, but no, fine. I uh. I, I have lots of th- we have lots of things to talk about, but I think I typed a lot. Lots of things. <laughs> Sam typed a lot in there, a lot in there. She just did a whole mental brain dump into our script for this week. She is here for it. She has burning questions for me. She wants yeah. to know what I am doing, what I'm talking about, what I'm thinking about, what I'm smelling, everything. She wants to know all these things. There's so many questions. Where I've... would you like to begin? Okay. So, um, the first, first off, Matt sent me lots of videos of his new place and he even decided to show me inside of all of his cabinets and inside of his freezer and inside of his fridge, which there wasn't much there. It was pretty empty and I'm concerned about your malnutrition. Hold on. Let (laughs) me, I am not not malnourished. Thank you. I couldn't think of the verb form of that word for a second. Um, let me explain this to the grapefruits. I, most people when they come, if they come see my place, if I'm out of fruit or whatever, if my you know order from Misfits doesn't come in, mostly in my fridge, I will have two things. My Brita filter, my Brita like container of water, yeah. and some Ripple pea protein milk for my protein shakes. Sure, sure. That's it. Right now I do have some fruit. I have some apples and some peaches and some mandarins. Um, but generally the way I cook is I cook a lot from my pantry. So a lot of my dried goods and I will sprinkle in some frozen vegetables into that. My freezer wasn't full when I showed you it because I hadn't gone grocery shopping yet in my new place. But generally my fridge never really has anything in it unless I happen to have leftovers or whatever. So people come see that they're like, oh my God, he's not eating. That's not true. I do eat. I just cook from pantry. I don't get a lot of fresh vegetables just because I find the frozen works for me because it's the same thing and they keep longer. Um, and then I get fruit. Um, 
But like in the winter, I'll have more vegetables because I make more soups and stews at home. So yes, my stuff was empty, but don't be concerned. I am eating. I eat more than enough than I that I need. Um, I eat enough to fuel my body throughout the day. I am not malnourished. I am okay. Good. <laughs> Thank you for the concern. One, you're welcome. I just you know got to watch watch these things. Um, so I also noticed that in addition to like the three bottles of ripple pea protein milk and it's now five because i went to target the other day and they had four more unsweetened vanilla ones i did not buy them out this time i got two i love two for other people you gotta do you know you just went, went in target went in target i'm shaking my head at him but that's okay because I have a similar obsession, not with milk at all, not with any sort of milk. I don't like milk. With lettuce. In form. With lettuce, yeah, but also simply lemonade. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it. Okay. It's very sugary, but it only has real sugar. Mm-hmm. Cool. It. Sugar, no aspartame or sucralose mm-hmm. or whatever. Monkfruit. No monk fruit, no stevia, nothing. Yeah. Um, and then lemons from concentrate and regular lemons. And then... Water. That's it. Water. Water is the third ingredient. Yeah. <laughs> you need water to make lemonade. Yes. Um, so, anyway, I digress. What I saw in Matt's fridge it, that it was not edible was suntan lotion. And I wanted to know if he has always kept his suntan lotion in the fridge and if he's just decided to do it because it's hot out and he wants to like feel refreshed before he goes on a walk or okay good good eyes um so i mean like not probably when i was younger and my parents had control of the suntan lotion but like when i was in adulthood yeah i don't know why i started doing that i don't know who got that in my head but like i do keep it in the fridge is it though? I don't know. Well, it is. If you're sunburned, well, first off, okay, aloe is a better idea to keep in your right. fridge if you get sunburned because then you can, it's cool, it, even more cooling. But suntan lotion is a good idea because if you like then put it in your beach bag or something like that or you're going yeah. out, like you, then you, when you spray it, it's cold. It's not warm. I will say, knock on wood, because of my luxurious Mediterranean slash Middle Eastern skin. Yes. From my, from my, you know, 2% Turkish roots. Yep. Um, that I don't really get sunburnt. I have to, there are some areas like the top of my head I have to be careful about. So, yes, I have suntan lotion, but I also, I'm calling myself out. I do not do a good enough job of putting it on. Like when I go out my walks, like I have a supreme walker's tan right now. Um, but like I am, like I am tanned. Um, <laughs> But I just, I don't use suntan lotion enough. And I know I have to because it's fine now. But like when I'm 65, I don't want to, you know, have to deal with it. But um, so I don't know why I put it in there. I probably shouldn't because I forget it's in there when I go for walks. I should probably put it by my front door instead. But yeah, I don't know why it's in the fridge. I don't know why I put it in there. I just, I just do well, it. I thought it was for cooling properties because like a lot of people keep like lotion in their freezer or like different things to you know have like cooling effect um so that's what i thought it was for but whatever um 
what I will say is as somebody who has melanoma skin cancer in my family, I would say it's very important to use sunscreen. Use it. You should use it. Um, I use a lot of sunscreen. It's weird because I also have similar skin to you, but I also have very sensitive skin. And yeah. my skin is very, very red. So underneath my makeup, it's like just very – it's not – I don't have rosacea, but it's yeah. just like, – it, it's it's much more prone to being red. So what my skin does is it burns. It gets mm-hmm. red. And then – like two hours later, like not even 24 hours later, it's tan. Um, yep. So it like turns into tan really, really quick. Right. Same. People are always like, you don't wear sunscreen, do you? Because you're always like, you know, you always look like you went to the Caribbean. And I'm like, no, I just tan very easily. Right. But, but it also does burn. So sunscreen is good. I will say pro tip sun, sunscreen, sunscreens, grapefruits, about sunscreen, grapefruits is in addition to putting it in your fridge, try it, why not? Um, is try and buy the spray kind and spray it on your part if you have like a part in your head. Mm-hmm. I have found that the tops of my ears and my part get really, really yeah. my aggressive, my aggressive, uh, you know, 30s side part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets very sunburned up in those areas. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I, my hair is thin at the top. So I, that's, I mean, my head gets, I have to like, especially now that I'm back at work and I walk at lunch, I have to like either bring my baseball cap or, or bring it. I think my problem is, so I have the spray, but I think I should actually, it would be more beneficial for me to get just regular old cream and leave it like by my door and leave one at my desk at work because then I'm more likely to do it. Because I don't yeah. want to carry, I don't want to have to go outside to spray it and then have a can with me. Totally. So, like, if I have the cream, I can just put it on before I walk yeah. and go. I prefer the cream. Maybe I'll do a Target run after this. Oh, my God. I, I prefer the cream to the spray. And I will say that the reason why is because when you're outside, when you spray it, if there's any kind of wind action at all, right. you have no idea if it actually got onto you or not. Right. Right. You also tend to waste like most of the bottle doing that because right. you have to spray more. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, sprays better at the beach for me if I'm there by myself because I can get I can it's easier for me to put on. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah, that's true. I will get sunscreen. Mm-hmm. I will literally go to Target after this. I will get sunscreen. I will get more milk, <laughs> and then I will. Uh, I will be good to go. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Well, I um, I will say that you should get, if you really want to be diligent, you should get both kinds of sunscreen. Um, and then don't let your friends use it at the beach because they'll steal all of it. Yeah. Like, this is why I don't have friends. <laughs> yeah, just don't have friends. That's basically what I'm saying, too. Like, just don't have friends. Just you. And also, Nick... Okay, so he's a bigger person. Like, he's a lot taller than me. There's more surface area on his limbs and his back and wherever else. He uses way more sunscreen than I do. Yeah, like, well, I don't need it what happens much. when you are a normal-sized human. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but when you're not, like, I just use less sunscreen. So I always like to have a separate bottle for myself at the bottom of my bag that no one knows is there. Because chances are, Amanda, Ryan, Nick, my uncle, 
whoever's yep. at the beach with us. My mom is usually pretty good. She has like a, she likes like different ones. She likes like Ocean Potion or like Sun okay. or yep. um, Hawaiian Tropic or whatever. Yep. I don't know what it's called. I don't. I like Copper Tone. I am a Copper Tone lady. Mm-hmm. I will buy the knockoff Target brand. I will buy whatever as long as it says similar to Copper Tone because I like yeah. the smell of Copper Tone. Got it. Okay. That's what, right. I like. That's what I, I like. I I don't like coconuts. The coconut smell and like a mm-hmm. pineapple coconut combo yeah. smell. Yeah. I want it to smell like Copper Tone. Got it. Okay. That's good to know. If I ever want it, you know, for your birthday in November, if I ever want to get you sunscreen. It has to be copper tone. Okay. Okay. I mean, they do say you're supposed to wear it all year. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Yep. I have SPF uh, 55 in my foundation as well. Mm-hmm. So if I That's want... what I was going to ask you. I was like, what's your SPF? What do you usually get? I usually get no less than 30. Got it. Um, that makes sense. Sometimes I'll do a 15 under like sometimes i'll do like a 15 face one because they make like one special for your face so you don't break out and i'll put that on if i don't want to put my foundation on but if i'm just like walking around outside and i have makeup on then i'm like okay i'm protected anyway because my face has Mm. my makeup has your face has a strong foundation yeah exactly very nice (laughs) um Grapefruits, watch Cruella. I don't care if you have to pay twenty nine dollars for it. <laughs> what else are you buying right now anyway? Just just buy it. It's good. Um, Maybe sunscreen. Maybe we're stocking up on sunscreen after this conversation. Fine. Um, I also really, really, really want to suggest Mayor of Easttown. It was really good on HBO. It's so so good. We watched the finale. It blew me away. And if you know, you know, and that's all I'll say. I'm not. There will be no spoilers on this podcast. Good, because I do want to actually watch that. It was too good. It was too good. Speaking um, of no spoilers, I have to find a way. I think I will have time tomorrow morning before work, after the gym, as I'm getting ready, eating my breakfast. I need to watch Loki tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I am so worried that someone's going to spoil it for me. So, right, Lucy? Right, Lucy? Exactly. I love her so much. Yeah, she's so cute. She literally just spun around on my lap like six times only to put her head exactly back where it was. I read somewhere once like why dogs do that. I don't know why. I can't remember what it was for. But there's like a reason like on their beds why they do that. I think it's because like they're like making sure that they're safe. Like they're just checking their surroundings. I don't know. It's something. She's a weirdo. I love her, but she's a weird, weird, weird thing. Um, yes. I'm so flippin' excited for Loki. I can't wait. I just can't wait to be king. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, especially because they pushed Black Widow off, and this that was supposed to be in May. So I'm ready. I, I just love that Marvel content. I'm so excited. And that the new Ter- Eternals trailer came out. I'm so excited about that. I know. I know. So, so good. Speaking of Black Widow, my brother and my oldest brother and his wife, today is their uh, wedding anniversary. They've been together for nine years, nine years married. Um, wow. They've been together longer than that, but they've been married for nine years. 
Happy uh, anniversary. Yeah. And they were in, I don't know if it was today or recently, but they were in Rhinebeck, New York, up, upstate New York. And they saw David Harbour and Lily Allen walking around with, wow. with her daughters. And I was like, oh, my God, I would have freaked out. I had no idea that David Harbour was from White Plains. My brother That's told me. Cool. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I love both those people. I would have flipped out. They are amazing, both of them. I agree. And That's can't wait really- to see them in the new Black Widow film. Yes, can't wait. Um, speaking of of David Harbour, Bor, Harbour, 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 Bar, Bar, You know what? I just can't speak. It's fine. Um, uh, there is a new show. It yeah. starts on July first. It's also on HBO. I'm reading this off of my email that I just got today about it. And it's starring Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, David Harbour, blah, 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 Dave, Dave, Ray Liotta, John Hamm, Brendan Fraser, Kieran Culkin, Amy Simitz, and Julia Fox. And it's uh-huh. called No Sudden Move, and it's a new crime thriller from director Steven Soderbergh. Ooh. And with a cast like that, a director like that, and the fact that it's on HBO Max, I'm all in. Okay. That's all I'll have to say about that. Okay. It's a movie? It's a new crime thriller series, but it looks oh. by the trailer that it has kind of like a vintage Ooh. kind of vibe. And so I'm into much stuff to watch. I know. I know. This is why I only watch 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> no. You're messing up. No. I didn't. I took a break this weekend. I took a break this weekend because there was a lot of new stuff that came out on Netflix and I needed to watch it. The final season of Kim's Convenience came out, season five. The final season, season two of Special came out. The next season, I don't know if it's the final one, but the next season of Master of None came out. I haven't finished Master of None, but I finished the other two. I like binged Kim's Convenience in like a day and a half this weekend because, or not even in like a day. Because I love that show. And it was so good. They ended it so well. It was just like a perfect kind of ending. Um, so I did take a break from 90 Day Fiance. I took a 90 second break from 90 Day Fiance. And I watched something else. But yeah. I watched a couple things. I watched Us Again and Bao and Destino on Disney+. Plus, And they were like animated shorts. Um, Bao was really cute. Where the woman falls in love with the... Or, like, there's a baby, and he comes out of the dumpling. Um, and it's, like, about her and her estranged son and them coming back together. Us Again was really good. It's new on Disney+. Plus. Did you I watch it? I just watched it last night. I just it is so it. good. Really cute. And I've seen Bao also. Um, yeah. Shock, shockingly, I watch all of the Disney things yeah. all the time. Um, I thought it was so cute. They were, like, mm-hmm. they were like this little old older couple, and he's a... Mm-hmm grumpy crotch crotchety guy and he's a grumpy crotch he's a grumpy crotch and he doesn't want to dance anymore and they were dance they were obviously dancers you know when they met each other and fell in love and she's like trying to convince him like dude we're not dead yet we can still we can still dance right hold on one second nick this little dog is out of her mind itching herself look at her if you look at her stomach it's disgusting she's like ripping herself to shreds and i will give Lucy, her an oatmeal back down. my back hurts come on come on oh, Lucy. Uh, you guys podcast yeah cool. thanks <gasps> are you okay 
Is How she... did you just land on your feet? Is she okay? Did she just jump all the stairs? <laughs> she just fly down the stairs? She just yeet herself down the stairs? Is she okay? She's perfectly fine, which boggles my mind. She ran, she tripped on my slipper, uh-huh. and she literally didn't touch a single step except the last two <laughs> caught herself. Listen, weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. <laughs> go, go, that was very scary. go get her. Lucy! Oh my god. <laughs> She's totally fine. She's like, yeah, guys, I'm already downstairs. I don't know what you're talking about. Is she okay? Whatever. Um, no, if she was hurt, obviously he would have a much different reaction. But, like, right. apparently, Grapefruits, Lucy just tripped over Nick's, in case you couldn't hear him, tripped over his slipper while running down the stairs, was so excited to run down the stairs, the, the rest of the stairs, that she just flew, decided she could fly. She... And then, instead of falling at all, she landed on the bottom two stairs on all four feet, and then just kept walking. She just... You know what? Lucinda is one of a kind. She really is. She's amazing. She she just does her own thing. She doesn't need no man. Nope. Mm-mm. No. No. But I, I texted Nick before, and I was like, you need to come get this dog, because she's ripping her stomach apart, and like, I can't be watching her right now, so you need to uh-huh. grab her. We spray, like... Like I said, she takes prescription medication. We give her the oatmeal baths, but we also spray her with, like, a topical solution that's safe for dogs that is anti-itch. And then we burrito wrap her in a blanket so she can't lick it off. And she hates it. But it's the only thing. And it's it's really only this, like, April, May, and June. Mm -hmm. By summer, she's okay. And then fall, she's fine. Winter, she's totally fine. Right. so it's just like allergy season that where she's yeah. terrible. Aww. And she Lucinda. has no shut off valve. She just keeps itching and itching and itching. I know. And she, she doesn't care. Yeah. Anyway, the yeah. vet is like, just keep giving her the medicine. Um, you know, it's not a food allergy. It's like literally right. she's to the grass. Um, right. And that stuff. So mm. anyway, sorry, grapefruits for the diversion it's okay. From our topics that we were talking about. No um, worries. I don't even know what we were talking about. HBO. We were talking about Disney Plus, about watching Us, Us Again. Us Again. Very, Very cute. cute. Awesome animation. Like, their animation just, it gets better and better, and it blows my mind. There's also no dialogue in that entire short. Mm-hmm. And, it and you doesn't don't matter. need it at all. don't yeah. need it. Yeah. So well done. I just love, I love Pixar. And I, what sparked me to watch that, and then sparked me to watch Bow was I finished watching the last, like, they released new episodes to Inside Pixar. Mm-hmm. And so I was watching that. And so it's just, they, it's just so, so well done. Um, but the other thing I watched, and it just came up randomly because it was, like, new on Disney+, Plus, Destino, which was... Yeah. Did you see that? It's, like, yep. a collaboration from 1945 between Walt Disney and Salvador Dali. And it was trippy. But it was very cool. And it's, it looks like they just took Dolly's paintings, like his famous yeah. paintings, and then like weaved a story out of it about this woman trying to find love, and then she finally finds it. It was very cool. Very, very... For when it was animated, I thought the animation was, like, 
breathtaking. So it was very cool to watch. Even, even I just love things like that. Even all the old animation from like Fantasia and like mm-hmm. I mean Snow White. All right, like a little weird, but I, I will admit I also hate that movie. So fine, yeah, I'm biased. Right. Um, but it's still awesome to see like the line drawings and the hand animation. I just think yeah. it's, it's really cool. Um, yeah. Even the stuff that's that's overlaid with computer computer animation, it's still. I don't know. I keep talking about the making of Frozen 2, but like all of those documentaries inside Pixar, like they all touch mm-hmm. upon it. The amount of people and the amount of work that goes into animating one frame, three seconds of something yeah. is it's just ridiculous. Amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, it's crazy. And most Pixar artists for a feature film only like work on literally like a minute and a half to three minutes, yeah. but like it takes them so long. It's just, they're so dedicated to it. Like if I, I think if I if I if I had continued with like my interests in drawing or whatever animated animation like I I think that's like one thing I would love to work at Pixar as probably as anything but like as an animator I think it would just be probably so stressful at times but like just so like it's got to be so cool and so like you have to feel so proud that like even when you like if you just see like a minute of what you animated um or even 30 seconds like it's just knowing that you're coming together to build this whole story with these other animators it just must seem so cool and it just seems like an amazing welcoming and really cool place to work so totally i would love to work there i'm saying that baker she she's by herself i could help her yeah absolutely absolutely and i was thinking about that too like i i do think all the time i'm like how can i end up working there someday i mean besides like when we're like 65 plus and we go work at disney world as like ticket takers the two of us or like you know we're gonna do something cooler than that don't worry um we're gonna be like i want to work at the avengers campus now yeah well no but we're gonna be the two old ladies in hollywood studios that um are dressed up in like the 1940s style stuff and they just go up and like dance with people that's gonna be us Yep. You can keep your mustache, too. It's fine. Um, I either want to do that or I want to control Roz in the Monsters, Inc. ride. I want to be the one that's been like, hey, like telling her what to say. And be like, hey, okay. I like your glasses. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to to clarify to the Grapefruits that Us Again is a Walt Disney animated studios Piece. Oh, it's not Pixar. And Bao is Pixar. So I just want to That's why I got confused. They are the same. They are well, they're compadres. Yes. But right. just in case somebody was like, that's not true. I'm fact-checking ourselves in the moment so that no one has to be like, that's not true. Boom, we're roasting ourselves. I don't know who of our grapefruits sounds like that. That's not true. But yeah, look, see. <laughs> I don't think anyone. Maybe. No. Mm-hmm. Who knows? We have some overseas followers. We do. We do. I mean, I, I think that was like a 1920s, 30s, right. 40s oh, kind of... Oh, see? Yeah, see? So I don't think it's an international thing. I think it's just a time travel thing. Mm. Who knows? Um, Listen, it's really warm. I can't think straight sometimes. Whatevs. I just wanted to just say it because, you know, they're both awesome. I would work at either of the places i think 100 yeah so disney pixar want to work for you um i would also take working for lucas films uh let's yep. go cool mm-hmm. do it mm-hmm. 
Yep, any um, Disney subsidiary. Maybe not ABC. I don't care. But <laughs> ESPN. Nah. ESPN. No. Maybe National Geographic. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Hulu. Don't need you. No. 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 I only need you for streaming. Actually, I haven't been on Hulu in a very long time. Yep. Yep. Um. What was I gonna say? I have been watching lots of lots of stuff on Disney Plus and like everywhere else and I've been waiting and waiting and waiting for all these other shows to come back or come out and like we're very excited for Loki but I'm also very excited for Luca um yes. the animated film to come out and I'm happy that they're releasing it on it's in Italy it's in it's in Italy it takes place in Italy um it's about a boy named Luca and his brother question mark and they have a magical I don't know if it's his cousin or his brother but whatever and he they can transform into sea dragons I think is the whole premise of it um sea dragons are mer, mer people mm, I think they're mer, sea dragons we're gonna have to wait and see yeah That's and it's either yeah it's either his fratello or his cugino we don't know one of them who knows who knows we don't know but um it's cool I'm excited for it I've been waiting for it for a while my cousin Daniela has a little one-year-old boy named Luca and when they announced that this movie was coming out he was just born last year oh. and uh I was like he's gonna have his own movie so cool mm-hmm. and you know obviously we're Italian not from that area of Italy but doesn't matter yep Italy's Italy exactly uh, we're you know I'm kind of of the belief of, of like your dad if it's mm-hmm. in anywhere in Italy Mm-hmm. I'm here for it. Oh, We're here for it. Did yep. they watch Rose Island yet? No. Didn't get on that. No. no. That's Mr. on Netflix, Mr. right? Yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Racine. I know you're li- one of you is listening. <laughs> I know. Watch, watch this movie. It's so good. You I will know. love it. I know they will. They have to. I think I saw it this after Netflix. Maybe when they they they're gonna visit, be visiting me in a couple weeks. Maybe we'll find a time to watch it then. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll have a couch then. Excellent. Um, what else? What else? The Good Place wrecked my life yesterday. Grapefruits. I can't tell you how much I cried at the series finale it was so sad um but also uplifting and also like beautiful so well done so well done so nicely tied in and i think because i binge watched all four seasons at once in like the span of two weeks i think i it hit harder yeah you know yeah because i felt like the full story these are my friends and now they're spoiler alert dead and (laughs) <laughs> dead dead really dead right. like oh them they're dead um so yeah i just thought so it, was, it was really really sad but really good i bawled my eyes out i ugly cried um i lost it and it, that hasn't happened to me in a while i think like shows make me cry a lot sometimes but i wasn't expecting to be caught off guard like that as much as as yeah. i was I was expecting the outcome, but I wasn't expecting it to be so, like, such a tearjerker, yeah. you know? And that's when, yeah. you know, it was really well done. I also just flip and love the cast. I think that they're so good. I just, especially Kristen Bell and Ted oh. Dance. 
Um, I, I'm obsessed with Kristen Bell in general. Yeah. I think that she's just as a human. I think person. she's so talented. She seems like incredibly so like genuine and down to earth, yeah. like kind hearted, but she's also like, so, like so talented. Yeah. I also feel like we could share clothes. Like I feel like. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think you would be amazing friends. Yeah. You should get on that because then I can be friends with her through you. Perfect. You're well, both stack actors. It's fine. Like, we'll just... I Can I be a character in Frozen 3 and be yeah. somehow just run into her? Like, oh, Anna's filming with Rock Troll number two. Yeah. Or maybe a lady snowman for Olaf. You could be Olanda. I, my name's already Samantha. They should have a Samantha That's character. perfect! Right? I mean... Oh, my God. Disney, get on this. Get Call on it. it. You heard Call it here it. first. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Grapefruits, if you have any connections with Disney, get this done. Uh, yeah, I just love that show. The main cast is amazing. Not only the main cast, but like the surrounding supporting cast. Like Maya Rudolph in that. Oh, my God. That woman. Done. She, anything she touches is gold. Also, yes. Michael Malley, like, mm -hmm. <laughs> the yep. guy with the he frog. Just, he just loves frogs. Loves frogs. Um, so, so good. So, so good. I, I love all of them. They're so, so good. The guy who plays, I don't know his name, but Ch the guy who plays Chidi, um, yeah. absolutely obsessed with, uh, yeah. was like, just amazed by him acting wise. Mm -hmm. I thought the guy who played Jason was really great. And then he's randomly like an amazing dancer too. Um, mm -hmm. So. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, Jason Manzukis is really funny. I mean, he's great in everything he does. So funny. So I'm funny. Derek. Um, yeah, yeah, Derek. I might have to rewatch that series. Yeah. I, I won't do it now. Also, but. every single costume that Eleanor wears or um, Tahani wears, I was like, I need that dress. Like, I want that. Yeah. I want that sweater. I, I need that yellow cardigan with the stars on it. Like, I need whatever. Um, the Tahani stuff might not fit. No, but I just like, I, I like the, the prints and, and all of that stuff. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, I'm glad you enjoyed it, because I, I love that show. I recommend it to, like, everybody. Especially if, if I know you enjoy The Office and, and Parks and Recreation, because it's, you know, by the same writers. That's why I recommend Superstore, because that was created and written by Justin Spitzer, who worked on The Office, so, like, any of those people that come from that family and have made their own shows, I always suggest them if you like one, because you're most likely going to like the others. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm. Um, one thing that I will, will say is that binge watching has been easier. Would you agree with this statement that binge watching has been easier over the pandemic than it has been ever before in your life but now when you have to wait week to week you're like pissed about it yeah a hundred percent a thousand percent yeah it's that's why like i i don't mind waiting week to week but i like but there's certain things like i can't like I could never wait until all of Loki was out to then watch it in one shot because like no. I wouldn't be able to la like last so it's like, I need to watch it as soon as it comes out. 
So, like, luckily, like, I don't think there's enough that I watch where it, that's the case, where it's always, like, one-to-one. Um, mm. There's enough where, like, I can watch things because I can binge it and then do both. But, like, I agree with you. Like, it's it's been so easy to binge, uh, like, in more periods. Um, yeah. Like, especially, like, the weekend, right? Um, like this last weekend, it was so hot. So even though like I could be outside, like I was sitting inside because there was nothing to do. But during the yeah. pandemic, there was also nothing to do because I wasn't going anywhere. Right. So I also feel like if there's a full season or like four seasons of something, I'm more apt to binge it than if it's like a new thing that I know yeah. there won't be a new season for it for like two right. years. Because right. then I get pissed that I'm not going to know what happens. And to that end, because I'm a professional segueist. Yes. I will segue into the Nexium cult or Nexium cult if you are um, watching it or have watched it. And have it. okay, so I've heard I've heard plenty of things. Michelle about told it. us to watch this a while ago. I okay. think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Michelle. I think you're right. I think but you're right. I also knew about it because Nick was listening to one of his podcasts back in the day about it, and when stuff was actually like happening in real real life um he was like hearing about it and whatever um he loves all that crap i do i do too as long as it's not a like suicide packed situation or like serial killer situation like i don't need to know about the mansons like the manson guy or like all that stuff i don't need to know ted bundy i don't need to know serial killer stuff like i don't want to i don't want to know about it but i do feel very confident and i've said this before that I would never join a cult because I feel like I would recognize, hey, this is a cult. Like pretty pretty early on in the documentary, they have these people going to these self-help kind of things. And I'm not spoiling anything. This happens in like the first 10 minutes of the first episode. Mm -hmm. And this... This girl goes, she's, you know, an act, aspiring actress, whatever. And they're like, you know, if you want to book more roles, you want to be more confident, you want to, like, learn more introspectively about yourself and, and you know, network and, like, you know, mm-hmm. just learn how to strengthen yourself, like, and have a five-year plan, like, all these different things. Um, business, more, more of, like, a business marketing kind of thing. Come do this five-day mm-hmm. seminar. And that's fine. Like, cool. But the second she gets there and it's in like a seedy hotel in with like not a lot of people there. And then they start like talking about the sash system and how they can Mm -hmm. go through the ranks with different color sashes. And then they pull them out and they're like these satin sashes. Like karate? Yeah, but like they wear them draped like like a... Like an old school drama teacher. Yes. Um, like Miss Darvis. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's very, very, very weird. And immediately okay. I feel like this is a cult. Um, I also, from watching this, have a lot of sympathy for the fact that these people thought... Okay, so it boggles my mind. Because on the one hand, I would never join a cult. I know that for a fact flat out but then you think about it from these people's perspective who are like it's not so easy to just say i would never join a cult because 
it's not being presented as a cult. And right. so could you then argue that like being part of the theater community is a cult? But any community where you feel a sense of community, is it a cult? Potentially. No, because people are not doing shady shit and they're right. not, in, yeah, some people are bad people, but they're right. not, that's not their agenda is to like form right. a sex cult or to, you know, human right. trafficking or like any of those things. And it's also a career and it's a vocation and it's a passion and it, whatever. But is it a cult to be in the youth group? Is it a cult to be in like, you know, I think it comes down to what is the founders or like the people who are organizing it, what is their right. intention? And it's all right. about intention to me. And if those people are blinded, but like it it goes into all these things like the the DOS stuff. I'll let you watch it, but like okay. there's a subset of the cult called DOS and it's these women who are calling themselves master. You have to call yourself master and slave. And then like it like goes down the thing and then there's branding and there's like all this stuff. And at what point do you not, does a light bulb not go off? Like, right. At one point do we just be like, no. There's absolutely no way that you, that that's okay. Like there's no right. way in my mind that I would ever be like, this is my best friend. My best friend's telling me like, I'm going to get branded and it's fine. And I have to be right. strong because I'm a green sash, satin sash. So I, I have to show these other girls who are only yellow sashes that I'm better than them and I can do this. No, you're not branding me. Right. No, no, no. I don't know. It just, that whole thing is like crazy to me when it gets to that point when there is a red flag. Mm-hmm. How? Yep. How? And some of these people are like powerful people. Some of these yeah. people are like super educated people. Some of them are like very talented actors and actresses and Mm-hmm. And um, philanthropists, and they even freaking got the Dalai Lama to come to their place. And the Dalai Lama smacked the founder's hand away. He was like, "I don't like it." Like he like doesn't didn't like him. Yeah. Just, so it's very interesting. Um, it's on HBO. It's HBO. called The Vow. Yes, um, I've heard of it. People, you're not the first person to tell me that I should watch it. It's interesting. It's very interesting. It's very slow and very boring. And very, we, we, Nick and I binge watched it over the course of two nights. Um, there's going to be a second season that's going to take, right. you know, take you further into it. We will watch it. But now I just want to know how it ends. And I kind of want to yeah. Google it, but I'm not going to. So we'll wait yeah. for season two. But man, I just don't understand cults. I just don't get it. I don't understand. I understand. I don't get it. I, I do understand if it if it stayed at the level of just being like a pyramid scheme. Then yes. I understand how somebody could get suckered into that because it's right. like, oh, you know, oh, we're doing retreats and oh, it's just like college, like everyone's living together and like right. everyone's hanging out. Maybe if you're like a single person and you're still like searching for your path in group. life or something right. or your group. And then you find these people and you're like, I could help people. I'm a great motivational speaker. I'm good right. at listening to people. But the second you add in like the very red flag cult things like, mm-hmm. hey, it's going to be a sash system and you have to confess all of your I stuff. I hate and sashes. Sashes? Who? Yeah. What the heck? And then 
the fact that you have to give collateral and like you have to tell them secrets so that they have blackmail on you like how are those not red flags that go off in someone's like brain perceptors it's very interesting it is very interesting it is interesting to look at it from that psychological aspect yeah it's also really sad to me because like these people that i mean their lives were ruined like some of these people were in this thing for 12 years you know like i don't know so i i thought it was fascinating and i know that michelle told us to watch it so i just want wanted to say i watched it and i i want to see part two okay but good to know i did not watch it i will probably watch it at some point I just have to say that now because so many people recommend things to me and I'm like, yeah, I'll get to it. Yeah. There's just so much out there. There's so much content. I know. And at the same point, I'm like, I don't want to just like, now that it's the summer, I was like, I also don't want to just be watching TV at all point because then I feel like I never leave my screen. Totally. So. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. No, I agree. Um, it's June. June is busting out all over. We are in the month. She is here. She's here. She's here. She's here with a heat wave in the Northeast. She's like, here I am, guys. Here I am. Here I am. She's, she's coming out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Full force. Yep. It's also Pride Month. So happy Pride to anybody who is, uh, you know, of that persuasion, of any persuasion. Because, I mean, there's like a whole alphabet that I don't know about sometimes and i think that the plus at the end is great for lgbtq plus um because i think that that encompasses so many more groups and so many more people that don't necessarily identify as one of the other letters and maybe just are like i don't know what i am i'm figuring it out um and that's great i have a lot of students who are figuring it out and they don't necessarily know and that's okay not to know like exactly just your journey is your journey, and mm-hmm. you you go ahead with your bad self. Like you know what? Exactly. <laughs> your life and exactly and love who you want to love, and yeah. I'm cool with all of it. I Matt and I are both allies, um, mm-hmm. both like totally open to anybody yeah. being anything. You want to be you want to be a unicorn or a frog, that's yeah. going to be harder to do. But if you want right. to identify as whatever you want to be as a as yourself. Yeah. Go for it. You yeah. Know what? My whole thing is if you are being kind, be yes. whatever. Be whatever. Be whatever. Just and be kind. Whoever cares otherwise, mm-hmm. what the hell are you doing with your life? Like, you know what they say? Right. Mama Mia said it best with, with, with Donna's friends. Screw them if they can't take a joke. Mm-hmm. You can dance. Yeah. You can jive. Having the time of your life. Yep. Be a dancing exactly. queen. And if you exactly. don't, you don't want to dance. Don't dance. <laughs> if you don't you can dance. dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. If your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, they're not friends of mine. Yeah. But if but if they don't dance, you can still be friends. You can still be friends. It's just like be like to be or not to be. That is the question. But, like, it's, like, do whatever. Like, just yeah. be who you want to be. Yeah. If you want to be... This is my favorite tangent that we've ever gone on. If you want to be 
anything, be whatever you want to be, just be authentically you. And that's, and be kind, and be kind. If you're a big jerk, then I don't want you here. Bye. If you are a big jerk, then to the left, to the left. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Get out. Get out. Um, If you're a small jerk, also get out. Like, if you're any kind of jerk. If you're a jerk, get out. Unless the only you, jerk I want to see is a chicken. I was going to say the only jerk I want to see is Steve Martin as the jerk, but <laughs> they both work. They both work. Um, both no, work as jerks. But seriously, though, um, happy pride to everyone who celebrates. I will never, ever understand what feeling like that feels like. Um, but I do know what feeling different feels like and feeling different in the sense of like in a very minuscule small way um like not being a sporty type in my family of everyone being kind of more sporty and a little bit more science math minded um being the creative artist singer acting writing sensitive type um being overly emotional in a, in a family that was like a little bit no my family like was very accepting of all of those things but you know I'm just saying I never I I could never imagine what that's like having to come out to your family or having to um ha- I don't understand I can't wrap my head around how people feel that they need to justify and over explain that they love somebody or that they identify as something because that's yeah. not something that you need to explain that's just you that's just you and i don't need to explain why i'm straight or why i'm a girl mm-hmm. that's just my identity those are yeah. things that i identify with but why would i ever need to explain them and the fact that people feel that they need to because of society is upsetting and i will yeah. forever be an ally um to those people because i can't even imagine and yeah. if we can even make anybody's life better by just saying happy pride, then yeah. cool. That we yeah. stand with you, that we love you mm-hmm. for being authentically you and for being yeah. kind. Exactly. It'd be a dull, dull world if we were all the same. Yeah. And I say, what better way to celebrate this hot wench summer than to be just yourself? Yeah. And whatever that means and whatever that looks like, just be yourself. Totally. Totally. Um, so that's that's my soapbox about Pride Month. Um, it's a good soapbox. I like that yeah, soapbox. It's a great one. It's a beautiful one. It's like mm-hmm. got all kinds of flags on it. It's got mm-hmm. some sparkles. It's all all of my favorite things, honestly. You mm-hmm. know. Um, what was I gonna say? Um, this uh, uh, Memorial Day weekend. Okay. Okay. So, That's you know, what that was. I You wrote the acronym, and I was like, I don't know what that means. It's fine. Um, Memorial Day weekend was great. This has nothing to do with pride or anything, I'm just, obviously. Um, but I'm just saying, this, this yeah. is a bad segue. But I... I you're a professional. <laughs> I am, but I'm slacking in the current moment. I was so... I know that Memorial Day is an important day to remember those who have served our country. And I'm not laughing at that. That is very serious. Um, There have been lots of wars. There have been lots of service men and women and service animals even who have should be remembered. And I'm not making light of it. 
but I understand that people say all the time, like, this is not just a barbecue holiday and this is not just for good sales. But I will say, I'm here to say, I got so many great deals on Memorial Day weekend. <laughs> I am so excited that my packages are finally coming Yay, to my house. Finally. Because I ordered so many cute things and I just want to wear them because now it's hot wench summer and I can go out and I can have my mask off and I can wear real people clothes. I don't have to look like like a troll person. I don't know. Yeah. That's good. You so, I hey, I'm here for it. Again. I just, I just celebrate got, how you want to celebrate. I just got a text message that one of my orders was delivered and I can't wait to open the bag and to wash all like of right my right now? Yeah. <gasps> and I can't wait to open the bag and to try on all the clothes and then to wash all of the clothes. Because yes. I never ever ever put anything in my closet unless it's washed first. I'm a crazy person about that. Fashion show, fashion show, fashion show at lunch. Fashion um, show at fashion. I told Matt about this. If you know where that's from, we are best friends. Well, I mean, you know where it's from. I'm saying grapefruits. If you know where that's from, we are Then best we're best friends. friends. And if you don't, we're not telling you. Somebody has to message us on Instagram and tell us. Because, again, you grapefruits, you all, you suck. I'm sorry. Some of you <laughs> You do. You don't engage with us on we social media. We still love and accept you, though. We love you and accept you, and we think you're fabulous, but you need we to engage suck. with us more. <laughs> I, can't, I can't take it. I, I can only ask so many times for them to engage with us, and they won't. I get it. I get it. It happens. I know. You get angry texts from people being like, why did that bitch, Sam, not release the podcast? <laughs> I They've never this. said that. I, never said that. I know, I know. Just kidding. Um, I get messages from Michelle being like, hey, you guys would really like this. You should watch this. And thank you, Michelle, for like talking to us because we appreciate it. Um, anyway, there's, there's others, but it's fine. Um, I got a shirt. I digress that says Shakespeare on it and then it has a picture of Shakespeare's face on it with like the frilly collar like you know the typical Shakespeare portrait picture and then underneath it says here for the drama and I'm mm -hmm. so excited about it I because love that. it was only four dollars okay so that. I also bought six pairs of leggings because I'm really I, know. Well, I don't I'm not ready for jeans Yep. Okay. I just want to be in, I want to wear real people clothes, but I also want to be comfortable. And I feel like at camp in the summer, when, yes, I can wear shorts to camp and I have a lot of like nicer pairs of shorts, but I also feel like if I'm in and out of the air conditioning, it is nice to have my legs covered. Yeah. Um, and leggings are great because they're not like, itchy or like scratchy and like when you're hot and right. sweaty a legging right. is a little more breathable than a jean yeah i agree so i bought six pairs of leggings from old why navy. not i'll just say i bought from old navy okay. and i bought six the six pairs of leggings a pair of shorts for nick and three pairs of men's dress socks for nick 
obviously for Nick. I'm not wearing them. But <laughs> I mean, you could wear dress socks. Yeah, but the men's size wouldn't fit me. I have tiny feet. Um, That's true. So I bought all of that, and my grand total was $38. That's amazing. I don't know. I don't know. That's and then I huge. Bought, I also bought stuff from Gap Factory. I bought uh-huh. a pink tie-dye jean jacket for $18. Very nice. And I bought, like, a bunch of shirts and a bunch of other stuff. And yeah. I bought a sound bar for my upstairs area back here for when like I pull the projection projection yeah. screen and it was originally like an $80 sound bar and I got it for $15 whoa I'm just saying like this this Memorial Day weekend sale stuff is real it's it's yeah. real it's, it's not it's not fake not fake I know it's crazy so anyway um very nice not really important to talk about but i just I hey it. you're excited and you want to share about it i get it yeah. i'm here for it i'm here mm-hmm. for it so one of my burning questions for matt this week grapefruits was because i was thinking about it because i think about things all the time things pop in my head and i write them in the script um mm-hmm. a lot of the time i think about things and i don't write them in the script and then i'm pissed about it i don't remember what i was going to say <sighs> was thinking about it and I wanted to know yes. what are five foods that are not vegan that you miss from when you weren't vegan that you mm-hmm. wish there was a good vegan alternative for? Go. Huh. So I I have to confess this is off the cuff because I just saw this question now. Yeah. I know it was in the script, but I didn't take a chance to look at it and think mm-hmm. about it. So it is really tricky to answer that because in all honesty, the amount of stuff out there that is now allergen friendly, you know, dairy free, gluten free, uh, egg free, soy free, even like the, the amount of even going past like vegan stuff, like stuff that is kind of caters to everybody that suffers from allergies or has food choices that they make or health choices that they make. There's yeah. so much more out there that is so well done. Like if you want to talk about Beyond Meat or Impossible Burgers for like that authentic burger taste, like it's so good. Um, Last night I was over a friend's house, my friend Cora, she had a bunch of us over and she from Trader Joe's got these like individual cheesecakes that were vegan and it was so good. Um, And it wasn't like, it didn't have like that typical, when people sometimes think of like vegan stuff, like it's grainy. There are sometimes where things are baked and I, even myself as a vegan, I'm like, I eat it and I'm like, that needed eggs or like that needed dairy because like it just wasn't good. So I feel like there's so much out there. So this is a tricky question because I'm trying to think, because the other thing is, is I really try not to and I don't as much as I used to eat a lot of the processed vegan stuff that's made. I tend to make stuff myself. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like if there's stuff or, or I guess I if this is the better version of the question if it's hard for you to answer it in the way that I originally posed it are there a couple foods that you would say that are vegan that you wish that that the vegan companies or whatever would do a better job making that like there is um, a version but it's maybe not so hot I say I've 
I found it difficult to find a really good cheese pizza, like that's frozen, uh-huh. um, because, and I tend to go with more of the ones that are just veggie. Like uh, Amy's has a veggie just pizza that's that has no cheese on it. That's really yeah. good. Um, American Flatbread, that company, I believe that's what it's called has like a tomato pie, a farmer's tomato pie that's very good. It's just tomatoes and like onions and it's just like a, almost like a bruschetta, but it's it's yeah. a thin crust pizza, so that's very good. But like I like I'm okay with Daya as like a cheese substitute. It's not my favorite, but I find that even with that, even when it's cooked, it, it doesn't have that same quality as like a typical like cheese pizza has. Yeah, so, like, yeah. I find, like, that's really tricky. I think if I made it myself, it'd be different. Like, I made everything fresh. Like, but, like, a frozen pizza, if you're just trying to get that, that's really tricky. I would say baked goods. Sometimes it's just, like, really to get, like, unless you go to a bakery, like, that is making it from scratch. Like, the stuff that you can get that, like, is in, that's, like, processed is, like, it's only good because it's super processed. Like you can't find really good. Like I was surprised with these cheesecakes because like it's hard. Like that's a really tricky thing to do well, unless you're baking it yourself or you're, like I said, you're going to like an independent bakery who specializes in it or it has like things that it makes. Like I find that that's really tricky to do. Um, You know, the typical things that I think just need, like anything that needs like eggs and dairy to like bind it yeah. is like always going to be tricky to do. It's getting better. Like even I've, I've only, you know, it's been three and a half years now that I went vegan. And I find that like, um, that th- there's like the, even the choices between like when I started and now there's so much more out there and I'm sure there's plenty like grapefruits. If you're out there and you have suggestions, like please send them our way. Um, yeah. I find that like now that I'm looking for more things to kind of fuel me after the gym or pre-workout, like protein bars are really tricky. I, mm-hmm. cause they're either again, super processed or the ones that are like, you taste them and like, this is clearly vegan. You know, it just yeah. has like that. It, I, I don't like monk fruit. Most vegan stuff is sweetened with monk fruit and I get why, but like, it just doesn't sit well in my mouth. I so hate, it's things I like hate, that. I hate monk fruit. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah. But, like, other than that, there's, like, like, you know, there's great places that do really great vegetarian, vegan-friendly food by me, like, restaurants. And so, like, yeah. I feel like there's, like, a lot of stuff they don't really miss. And it's tough. Like I said, it's tough for me because I really don't buy that stuff um, anymore. So there's not really anything I fully miss. But um, my new favorite, can I go on a rant? On vegan food that I just found out and I already told you about, but my new favorite kind of hummus uh, is, is this good. brand called Ithaca Hummus. It is and good. I have seen it. I've never tried it. And I was looking it up recently because I was craving hummus this weekend for some reason. Mm-hmm. Probably because it was so hot because then it's so cold to have a, like cold baby carrots or celery. And I, um, I was like looking for a hummus that was like, it doesn't have preservatives. It has limited ingredients. That was the first one that came up. It's so good. Literally, it doesn't have preservatives. It's like, it's the freshest hummus I've ever tasted. It had ingredients, like the, all the ingredients were things that I understood and I knew it had minimal ingredients. It was literally like the ingredients it needed to make the hummus is what was in it. 
It's all fresh ingredients. It was so good. I got it one on Saturday. I got one on Sunday because I finished it. It was so good. So good. Yeah. That's amazing. I agree with you. It's good. That that brand. I've had it before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say that I typically like the store brand. Like Target has some really good brand, like of their own brand stuff too. Yeah. Sometimes that yeah. is. I mean, Whole I don't Foods is like that too. Like I'll get the Whole Foods yeah. brand stuff when they make like their hummus. I'll, I'll get because it's made fresh in house. Well, not only that, but I feel like they have. I'm also somebody, even though I eat meat and like I eat dairy, I I like things when I see that it has limited ingredients. Um, I don't like a whole laundry list of things. I mean, I will say I had bagel bites the other day, and I was like, I don't care what's yeah. in these. I just need them in my life right now, um, yeah. and they're not good. They're disgusting, but, like, there's something just nostalgic about them, I guess. I don't yeah. know what it is. Um, pizza's not a bagel. You can eat pizza anytime. You can eat pizza anytime. It's fine. Um, Totino. You can also eat pizza anytime yeah. when it's not on a bagel. So. Totally. Um, that is something that I agree with you. Like, if it has simple ingredients and it's like, okay, there's five ingredients in this. I could have made this myself, but I don't have to. So now it's like already in its thing. And it's like, that's why I like that lemonade. It's like you could buy the dull lemonade, but if you look at how many ingredients are in it, why do I need all these things in my body? I don't. Right. Yeah. Um, and if you just refrigerate your stuff, like no one's leaving s- stuff out, you know? So right. right. the preservatives don't need to be in it is what I'm saying. No. You're not exactly. taking on like a camping trip exactly exactly don't understand it yeah. um but yeah i don't like a lot of there are a lot of vegan foods that i agree like have like a weird aftertaste and i don't especially the cheeses i feel like when i gave up dairy for like a year and a half or however long i did i didn't like the the butters i just used yeah. olive oil instead and i just hated all of the cheeses like i don't yeah. like a cashew aftertaste i don't like that like fake i just was like i'd rather just not eat cheese yeah. um but like the vile life stuff um mm-hmm. i literally i told you my dad and i accidentally ate the parmesan yeah. and we grated it onto our pasta and i had no idea yeah. but it wasn't made with nuts and it wasn't made right. with like any sort of weird thing it was made with potato and yeah. so i think that's why i didn't have that aftertaste and it was okay yeah. to me but then there's other ones that like a whole slice of cheddar cheese. It's like, oh, that's too much, you know. Yep. So I don't know if I had like a hunk of it, a chunk of it, a hunk right. or a chunk of it, it would have right. maybe been off. I don't know. People people occasionally will ask me. They're like, what? Like, what's your favorite meat substitute? What's all this stuff? I was like, and honestly, I just tell them. I was like, lentils. I cook lentils at home and I just spice them to taste like meat if I want, or I spice them however. Like I really just. I try to stay clear from that stuff as as much as I can, and it becomes like my my thing is is like it becomes the exception, not the rule. Like I don't eat this every day, so that when I'm traveling or I'm visiting people, or like now that the summer's here, more barbecues are happening. It's nice, like that's when I treat myself to have a Beyond Burger because like it's it's I'm not having it every day, and then I also feel better because it's like I can treat myself and I don't feel bad about it because like I know when I'm home. I'm cooking fresh meals every day for all three of my meals. So exactly, exactly. That makes yeah. sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, I just thought it was an interesting question to ask you. Yeah. I know we've, we've talked about vegan stuff before, but not necessarily in depth as far as um, like what you wish you could have or um, yeah, I think with you too, like it's not just like, oh, you're vegan. It's like you're also health conscious in the sense that like right. you don't, you're not indul- overindulging in like, you're not looking for a vegan alternative to like a chocolate lava cake, you know? Right. I've come a long way from my, uh, my Teddy Graham incident. So, right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for asking that question. You're welcome. You're very welcome. So, yeah. I, what else did we put on the script? Oh, I, I put board games on here because I don't know if we've talked about board games, but I feel like we don't need to talk about board games unless you, <laughs> I mean, we've already just said, I said the word board games, so we should probably talk about board games. I think we should because now the grapefruit's going to be wondering. So I, I mean, I enjoy board games. I probably don't, uh, you know, like I don't really own any. But I will say my uh, uh, another one of my best friends, Cora, um, she loves board games, like loves board games. I've definitely been playing a lot more when I hang out with her um, mm-hmm. and I, I enjoy them. I'll play any game. I think it's just not it's not usually my first form of entertainment, yeah. um, but I do enjoy a good board game. And I think why I enjoy it is because I'm not I'm not a competitive person with other people. Right. I'm competitive with myself, not with others. And so, like, when I play a game, I I really just enjoy the game for the fact that it's a game. I think sometimes that might get annoying or frustrating for people maybe playing with me because sometimes I'm just like, whatever, it's just a game. <laughs> but exactly. I do enjoy. She has one game called Concept, and it's it's so much fun. Essentially, it's like, it's it's almost as if His Dark Materials, The Golden Compass, with the symbols... You have a phrase or something, and then it's like charades, but with symbols and with pictures, and the pictures can represent different meanings. And everyone gets a piece of paper that shows you the list of all the meanings. And then the other person is using like tokens to describe it. And then you have to like piece it together based on the myriad definitions that the individual symbol can mean and figure out what they mean. So like I gave her one, I, the person, the thing was Tina Turner. And so like I gave her a token of, it was a female, she was a singer and I used the, there was like arrows to mean like the motion of turn. And so like she got it from that Tina Turner. So that's a really fun game. She introduced me to that. So I'm very excited about that. So how about you? How did that you game, enjoy the board games? That game looked really cool. I'm happy that you played it. I, I it looks very interesting. Um, where you have no board games, I have so many board games, and I love them, and I play them often. Um, Nick and I will play board games just by ourselves sometimes. Um, nice. I'm very, very into the Villainous series board games. Um, they're all the Disney villains, not all of them, but like they release different expansion packs, and you can play them with each other. Like you can mix and match the expansion packs with That's the original. Cool. Um, and basically, it's you have your own game board and you are um, against other villains and you have to try and thwart them in their plans to mm. whatever by dealing them like fate cards. And then you can introduce heroes like 
say you were playing as Jafar and I faded you in the fate in your fate deck, you could reveal Aladdin and then I mm-hmm. could put him in any one of your realms. Mm-hmm. And you'd have to find somebody who was an ally to you, like um, like Iago or, yep. or whatever. And you'd have to, you know, defeat Aladdin before you could move Aladdin off of your game board. Uh. While he's on your game board, he's covering up four of your actions. So you mm. can't do those actions until you remove him. So That's there's like cool. different things like that. And I got the Marvel version. So Nick and I played that the other night. And that was Ooh. really fun. So I was Thanos and he was, um, oh my God. What's his name? Oh no. Sounds like <laughs> I just syllables. No, I just totally drew a blank. What's his name? Ultron. He okay. was Ultron. Um, and he won. Thanos is too complicated. I you. Oh. It's hard to get all of the stones. And you have to go to the different realms in a different person's. So I had to go to Nick's realm to get the stones. But then he could keep getting rid of them off of his board. Uh. And then I find them in the deck again. And then put them in his realm, and then go and get them. Mm. So it's very complicated to be Thanos. But um, I can't wait to try that when I come visit. I've yeah. never played any of those games. So much fun. But um, what is your favorite classic board game? Like when you were little, did you have a favorite? Uh, yeah, I think like when I was little, little, like Candyland was a classic for me that I loved. But I was also I'm I'm always like a fan of the ones where it, like it really pushes your mind so like scrabble like i'm just a big scrabble mm-hmm. person monopoly take it or leave it i don't really care trouble i love trouble it's fun getting into trouble um sorry mm-hmm. um i didn't really like i was never into like shoots and ladders or like things okay. like that um because it just i never liked i never really liked the game where it was just chance you know yeah. So I always like the ones where, like, I really had to, like, think or, like, yeah, you know, really put into it. Um, yeah. But, yeah. How about, how about you? Right. Um, yeah. I always liked the games that took longer, too. I don't know why. I just did. Um, yeah. Probably middle school and high school, my favorite, all-time favorite game was Cranium. I just loved that there was okay. an opportunity. Yeah. I loved that there was an opportunity to use and I'm not good at like math or or, like the science questions but I was always really good at um like random factoids I just like Mm -hmm. know random things about random things um so I I would always people would be like oh like Samantha's gonna be good at this the star like the cameo stuff or where you have to like Mm -hmm. do the acting or the charades and yeah that's true but I also was like haha these bitches don't know I'm going right. to also be good at this random useless knowledge that... Right. Yeah. Um, so that game was really fun. And then my my favorite, I think, when I was younger was always Clue. Um, yeah. Oh, I yeah. Clue's a good one. I love Clue. And I also really liked Guess Who when I was, like, even yeah. on that. That game yeah. was so fun. I liked um, Guess Who, yeah. It was a good game. I also liked Battleship. Um, I thought that that game was fun. My dad and I used to play that a lot, and... I had a Star Wars battleship when I was oh, younger. Cool. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know. Those are like definitely my favorites. I wasn't a big Monopoly fan, to be honest with you. It takes too long, and inevitably, people it just ruins relationships. Yeah. Like people just because someone eventually gets a Monopoly, 
and then everyone else owes that person a bunch of money, and it's just like I've never finished a game in Monopoly, and I've never ended a game where ever, like someone wasn't angry. It's just not worth it. I don't. It's like it's enough. We get it. We get it. Monopoly. Monopoly Junior. Maybe not Monopoly. So. I agree. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. I Now's the time, I guess, to play board games. Um, yeah. Because I didn't play it a lot during COVID because I wasn't really hanging out with people. But now when it's so hot outside and you have to be indoors for protection, um, it's a good time to watch. It's a good time to watch. It's a good time to play some board games. I agree. I agree. Board games are also just so much fun because when you're playing with your friends or your family, um, it's so much more, especially like given that we've been kind of isolated in the pandemic and everything like that, it is nice to, to kind of dive back into like social interaction. I think yes. especially for kids too. I, I see so many kids even now when we're doing in-person things where they cannot make eye contact anymore. Mm-hmm. And Oh no, we're gonna fix that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because yeah. it's true. Like they can just mute themselves or, or you know, not share. Or not be on camera. Yeah. yeah. It's so it's so not good. So. Yeah. And I see it with adults too. Seeing it yeah. like you know, even with like you know, go to the grocery store and like the cashier, you're like, "Hi, how are you today?" I mm-hmm. always say, "Hi, how are you?" to everyone. Mm-hmm. I always, my mom and dad are both like that. They'll talk to anybody. Yeah. Um, and I'm like that a lot too. And usually to a fault because I get stuck on the phone with customer service representatives for like an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. But, um, but yeah, I think board games allow you to have human interaction in a way that is fun. And you yeah. feel like and there's a certain set of rules that everyone has to follow. Yeah. You know? Oh my God, rules. Nick is a rule Nazi. I'll say that. And I hate it, but... He's like, I want to oh, actually I mean, the right way. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to games, I am a, a, like a, I'm not like a stickler for the rules, but like, I will know the rules and I will play yes. by the rules. Oh, I play by the rules and I adhere to the rules, but I don't think every single time you open a box, if you've played the game before recently, like you don't need to read the whole rule. Oh, manual. no, no. Well, it's, Some the, strug- the struggle is real over here sometimes but it's okay it's totally okay but yeah that's really all i have to talk about today grapefruits and i'm sure matt doesn't have anything else to say because there's nothing else written in the script so i mean like exactly and you know what sam knows me so well (laughs) yep well matt has to go to bed in like a half hour so it's true i'm up at 4 30 every day guys so i gotta go Mm-hmm. I gotta go, and I still gotta go to Target and get suntan lotion. So I know. Like it's like, what are you gonna do? Tomorrow's a big day. It's low key day. It's I... not a low key day. It's a high key day. <laughs> I gotta go. I agree. I agree. I was looking something up, and I still can't find it. So we'll just it's wait. A... Suspense. Yeah, it's fine. I'll tell you all next week when I find it. It's a board game. Cliffhanger. Yeah, I was trying to Google a board game that I wanted to see if you ever played because it's like an obscure one from when we were little. 
but I can't find it. That's okay. We'll have a part two. I will put it in the script right now. We'll yep. be ready for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. Well, we don't want to give away the bakery tonight. We don't. We don't want to no, give away no. the bakery. Because I just found a really good vegan one, so. There you go. That also sells not vegan bakery items for exactly. me. Exactly. Every, it has everything. Good. Um, so grapefruits, we will see you next week. We will hopefully hear from you next week if you write to us. Um, and we hope you all enjoy the rest of your week. And as Matt always says, into the thick of it, into the thick of it, into the thick of it. Ugh. That song has been stuck in my head for like the past week and a half. I love it. From the Backyardigans, made popular by TikTok. No, that is not what I say. Um, I say peace, love, grapefruit. There you go. That's the one. Mm -hmm. Got it right. Well, see you next week, grapefruits. Bye. Bye.